I'm lame. He's got a story. So long as we're all being honest here. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. So have you ever beat the system in a way that made you feel just incredibly smart, like that you have stood up to the man, you have made a line in the sand for the people and you were not going to cross it, but it was over something so pointless and petty. It didn't matter. And I have an example if that helps. I'm sure you do. And I will just quickly say you've known me for enough time now to know that I am not the kind of man who bucks the trend and goes against the system <laughs> ever. Well, maybe, maybe that, yeah, I, I'll be honest. I did set this up knowing that you wouldn't have an example, but I wanted to talk about mine. So, you know, all right. Segway. I'm lame. He's got a story. So long as we're all being honest here. So when I went to college, like when many people went to college, parking was at a premium. I assume that was the case at your college. I should probably clarify that. Was it? Parking is a reason I did not go back to the college that I went to. So yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was one of many reasons. I also flunked out, but <laughs> it didn't help. <laughs> it didn't help that parking sucked as well. Oh, so that is the most Jason justification I've ever heard for something. I'm getting bad grades. Also, I can't find a parking spot. <laughs> I'm done. Why didn't you go back to such and such university? Because the parking system was atrocious. It says here you've got all Fs and punched the dean in the balls? What? The parking was bad. That's why because I, I could go. not park my Chevy Cavalier. It must have a spot. I, I will briefly say that. So I would I would go home every weekend because I had no friends. So at the school, so I went home every weekend, did my laundry. Well, my mom did my laundry, and I would drive back every Monday morning for class because I had a class early, and go to class and then take all my stuff inside. And there would be times where I'd be late for class, late to get on the bus to go to class because you couldn't just go walk to class at this university because I couldn't find a parking spot once I got back for like an hour. I'd drive around looking for a part, a spot in any of the lots I had a, a tag to do so in because you had to have certain tags to park in certain spots. And I only had one. It was a garbage experience. So yeah, yeah. I'm hoping yours is just as bad. Yeah. To give flavor to how bad the parking situation is, I would intentionally walk through parking lots that I was just passing through with my keys in my hand so it looked like I was going to get in my car just so that the people circling the parking lot would follow me and get their hopes up and I'd just tease them. I'm a dick. So you were the worst. <laughs> yeah. You weren't the person though. looking for the spot. You were the per that that's just Yeah. Th those people are going to get hit and I'm going to be the one that hits them. You don't anyway. do that. Because I will follow you and then when you don't actually go to a car or whatever. Yeah, you're getting tagged. Anyway, so one day I got a parking ticket. It was, I was parked in my own driveway, but the car was across the sidewalk that intersects with the driveway. And apparently that's illegal. I didn't know that. And I still don't agree with it. I'm still pissed about this. Because if I have to shovel it, I can park on it. That's my opinion. <laughs> Like, if I have to take care of it, you can't tell me I can't put my car there. But I got this ticket. And the tickets for the entire city looked the exact same because they all came in the same little envelope. So what I did from this point on is I kept that envelope and I would intentionally park illegally, put the envelope under my windshield wiper, and just go about my day. And I never got another parking ticket. So I could park anywhere with impunity 
for the cost of one twenty dollar parking ticket. That's uh, th- that feels like a loophole that should have been closed, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> so now you know. Fifteen years later, I'm telling the world: keep your parking ticket envelopes and keep using them. That's your parking pass now. That can't be a universal experience because if you have a parking ticket, that just shows that you did something wrong. You've done it at least once to deserve to get this. So it's like, it's the scarlet letter. The scarlet letter did not, did not convince everybody to never accuse this woman ever again. No, once <laughs> she had the scarlet letter, she could her. bang whoever she wanted. That's how I read the book. <laughs> and now we get back to Steve has never read the scarlet letter. <laughs> I tried. That book was boring. I hated that book. <laughs> yes. Yes. But everybody knows what the Scarlet Letter means because they've at least heard of that or the movie or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so that should only convince people that you do not know how to do this thing. And they should question you more instead of like, oh, take it easy on him. He's already got a parking ticket. <laughs> no, because well, that's it. Like, we don't need to give this person a ticket. He already has one. There are multiple parking people running around, zooming around with their little notebooks and pushing up their glasses because they're nerds and they're giving people tickets. And they're like, hey, let's get that car. It's parked illegally. Oh, no, my colleague has already apprehended this felon. I do not need to. And off they go. And I am safe. I I mean, there's different reasons to give parking tickets, too. So, I mean, you're obviously your reason was one that you thought was stupid. And I agree that it's it's disputable. But it also, you know, is, is probably a thing that they, obviously it is a real thing that they wrote you up for. So that, that does not preclude you from getting another parking ticket for something else. You're right. But they just looked at me and said, like, he's already got it. So I could park there. <laughs> I had no problems with it. I never got another ticket. I used that trick for two years. <laughs> it was dope. So what finally caused you to have to get rid of the ticket? I graduated and didn't live in that city anymore. No. If I still lived there, I would still have that envelope <laughs> everywhere I parked, just in case. I really wanted to get a, b- a boot, because a lot of places would boot you if you parked illegally. So I, I, I was very tempted to get a fake boot that I could just put on my car whenever I parked somewhere I shouldn't. So what are they going to do? Put a boot on the other side? They'll just be like, oh, someone already got this one. Sweet. Let's work for me. That happened in a movie. That's definitely somebody who's like running scams on something and they have a boot on their car and they take it off and they get in. It's like, oh, no, it's it's how you get out of parking tickets. That that movie was based on me, I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, yes. Or you saw it and subconsciously were like, that'd be a good idea. (laughs) Not in real life. No, it's not. It worked. You can't say like this was a bad idea. It was a great idea. Parking passes were hundreds of dollars. Parking tickets were 20. And I was... Fine. See, but it should have taught you the wrong lessons, and it should have taught you the next place you go, you watch, you wait, you wait until somebody gets a parking ticket, like you you wait downtown or whatever, and you have to wait till watch a meter maid give somebody a parking ticket, and then you either go and you research what that parking ticket looks like, so you can recreate it, or you just steal that one. <laughs> then you use it on your own car. I haven't needed to do it since then, because, you know, once you leave college towns, you can just park places. Yeah, like, if you get in downtown areas, like, downtown Seattle parking's a butt. However, I don't do that often enough that it would matter. And it's all in, like, underground places, and they have the the arms, and it's hard to to scam that system. It's really easy to scam the system in small-town Utah. That's the lesson from this. Find a place full of idiots and scam them. (laughs) Quite the lesson. I mean, I lived in a small town, and I never scammed anyone out of anything, because, I don't know, I also never got in trouble, so... 
Yeah, we've established this wasn't because you were an upstanding paragon. Good of, of heart. You were just <laughs> you were just afraid of the man. I mean, you're not wrong. Also, I think I, I, it has been in this in this show or the previous podcast that we had today. I learned nothing that I am also just blessed by God as far as getting out of trouble with things. <laughs> like I, 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 every time I've ever gotten in trouble from the police, it's always been waived in some way or another. And anybody who's with me just wants to smack me across the face because i'm so lucky so uh that was a great episode where we went through jason's legal troubles in the past his hard hard life on the streets of reading magazines in a grocery store without permission (laughs) yes there's also a couple of times I got pulled over and just got you know the warning one was because guy wanted to get home and watch football (laughs) No, because I know your dad, and your dad's going to punish you worse than anything and <laughs> be giving you a ticket could. So it's a small town, so everybody knows who he is. Go go tell him. I don't know if you tell him or not, because I talk to him like every day. <laughs> Man, stupid small town. Did I ever tell you about the time I got accused of being a drug runner for the Taliban? How could you say something like that? Because I don't know what I've told you or not. I would remember that. You would remember if you've told me that or not. No, because I've told a no, lot of people this story. So. Well, you haven't told me. All right. So, me and my roommate, we were making a cross-country spring trip pilgrimage to the giant statue of Superman in Metropolis, Illinois. This is what we were going to do. I think it's Illinois. I don't know. There's Somewhere in the, in the Midwest, there's a giant statue of Superman. We wanted to go check that action out. We're driving in the middle of the night. I must have told you this story because this is why I hate Kansas. And you're from there true i am from there i'm not saying you'd have to hate it but i'm from there (laughs) there are two reasons i hate it and this is one of them so we're driving we just barely crossed into kansas and when you were driving through what's the state you go through before i don't know the good one the speed limit is 75 (laughs) which direction which direction from east west from the west all right you colorado yeah, so we were in Colorado where they have a good normal speed limit of 75. And then we cross into Kansas and they're like, no, F you, 70, deal with it, punks. We're like, what, 70? This isn't a city. This isn't even the state by most standards. And so we're driving and my car was about to hit, I think it was 100,000 miles. And I wanted to take a picture of that. And we're like, oh, it's coming up, but we don't want to be like just pull over on the highway. So we just took some random exit and just drove up off into some cornfields until we hit exactly 100K. And I took a picture and it was great. Ah, ha, 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 ha. And we get back on the highway and my roommate's like, someone's going to think we were doing a drug deal out there. I'm like, what? That's stupid. We pull over and the guy is like, do you have any idea why I pulled you over? I'm like, not really. Clocked you going 72. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to need you to come with me, sir. And so he had my roommate, who was driving at the time, get out of the car and go talk to him in his car. Which, knowing now, no! Don't go get in a cop's car! That's the violation of so many things. But that's what he had to do, because he had to separate us to question us separately. So he asked him, like, where are you going? What are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And he goes and he talks to me. And I'm like, yeah, we're driving from Utah. We're going to Metropolis to take a picture of the Superman statue. It's a dumb spring break thing. He's like, yeah, that's not what your friend said. (sighs) (laughs) okay what were you doing on that road i really just wanted to uh uh just take a picture of where my car hit a hundred thousand miles 
I don't know, that sounds dumb. I'm like, we're dumb. We are 23-year-old college students. Nothing we do is well thought out. Also, you're dumb, because we haven't done anything. 72 is a perfectly safe speed to be driving in a 70. On the freeway in the middle of the night when there's no one around, you Kansan jerk. And so, finally, he lets my roommate come back. And he's like, so which one of you's car is this? I'm like, that's ah, my car. And he's like, uh, are there any weapons, large sums of money, or drugs in the vehicle? Does asking people this question help you find any of those things? Has anyone ever said, you caught me, officer? Yep. <laughs> I got 40 pounds of cocaine in the back. Can't afford any of them fancy drug-sniffing dogs around these parts, so we just ask people. They're nice and <laughs> truthful. No, no one would both run drugs and lie. So I'm like, no, no, we don't. And he's like, all right. He goes like, actually, why don't you come out and open the back of the car for me? I'm like, fine. You know what's in the back of my car? My laundry. So I go and I open it up and he starts poking this, literally my laundry bag. And I'm like, yep, that's just college clothes. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to let you off with a warning. We just can't be too careful. I saw your plates. I saw you coming off that dirt road. We've had a real problem with people from Utah running drugs from the Taliban up to Minnesota. And then he just got his car and walked away. I'm like, what? No, you cannot accuse me of drug running for the Taliban and not give me more details. So Kansas sucks. That that is a, a Kansan sheriff or deputy or... Otherwise, that was screwing with you. <laughs> it's entirely possible that he was just bored and was like, I'm going to mess with these kids and see if I can't freak them out. I mean, I got news for you. If you came at them from Colorado, which means you were in western Kansas, there is absolutely nothing to do in western Kansas. <laughs> so that is 100% what happened. This man had nothing to do, and he saw you emerge from a dirt road and says, maybe saw the plates, maybe didn't. Maybe he didn't see those until he actually stopped you and was like, ah, this should be fun. <laughs> what can I accuse these dorks of? Yeah, and then you turned out to be true idiots, and he's just like, oh, just praying to thank you, manna from heaven. <laughs> idiots from Utah. <laughs> Same diff. <laughs> So that is why I don't respect authority. It's because authority is a jerk. <laughs> and I will put a parking ticket as a parking pass, and I won't feel bad about it. I mean, long walk. It took us a while. My legs are tired. But <laughs> I, I appreciate the story, and I I guess I could see that. I don't know. I, like I said, I, th I think this is just one bored Kansan looking to screw with you and your friends, so... I my hat's off to him. Like he <laughs> drug running from the Taliban this. to Minnesota. Like that's inspired. Like that is <laughs> that is some Fox News level, which it, I imagine at this point was not even a thing. So he 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 came up with that himself. So I salute you, Officer, whatever your name was. Yeah, you know what? I, this whole time, I thought this guy was a colossal idiot who violated my rights. But you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe he was just messing with me because he was bored. And if there's one thing I understand, it's messing with people because you're bored. <laughs> exactly. Maybe we're not so, so different after all. There Maybe. you go. <laughs> we can see eye to eye on this, bored Kansan state trooper. <laughs> Maybe I was running drugs for the Taliban.
<laughs> Salute. <laughs> <laughs> so when we drove back, right. we specifically avoided Kansas. We were the only people to intentionally go through Nebraska. Nice. We will take an extra two hours. I on mean, the trip. not not much better there, but uh, just as much boredom. So you're hey, still speed limit was seventy five as God intended. So you know what? Screw All you right, Kansas. there you go. Five miles faster. Good job. You won that day, my friend. <laughs> you made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo. And Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Hey.